with me, Karen Ko. It is five past two, and we are about to talk about art. Hong Kong Art Week is coming soon. It starts on November 21st, runs through till November 30th, and there'll be lots of activities and events to enjoy. And joining us to tell us more are co-president of the Hong Kong Art Gallery Association, Fabio Rossi, and Vice President Willem Molesworth. So, gentlemen, welcome to the program. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's great to have you here. And we're also on Facebook Live. So if you go to my Facebook page, Karen on RTHK Radio 3, you can see as well as here Fabio and Willem. So I don't know if he wants to go first, mm. but tell us first of all about the Hong Kong Art Gallery Association and, and what it does. Well, the Hong Kong Art Gallery Association has been active for seven years, was started seven years ago, and it comprises now uh, 51 members. Uh, the majority of which are local galleries. Um, we have galleries of different levels, galleries from some of the big names that are coming from uh, outside Hong Kong to some of the more experimental local galleries. And so as an association, we try to support the galleries to uh, create a program that helps them um, and also helps the, the staff that works at the gallery. So we have a lot of educational program, workshop, etc. But we also do events that are more for the public. Oh, and great. so there's a number of uh, activities. Yeah, so this is one of them, right? The the Art Week. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, yeah. and this is the seventh year. So you you, you started it the year that the association um, started. I, I I I didn't start it then. I have been a member of this. I mean, a member of the association for a number of years, and I've been involved with the board for a number of years as well, three four years, and just recently become co-president. But yes, the the, um, the Art Week started from the very beginning. Yes, correct. Mm, okay, so can you tell us what is the idea behind Art Week? I mean, we have in Hong Kong. There's like a constant stream of art events but art this hong kong art gallery art week what's the idea behind it um the idea behind the art week is to kind of coalesce all of the galleries and all of the energy into one period of time to create kind of a, a peak of energy um where the public can really um access all this art in a in a, in a free exciting way um because throughout the year like you've said there are amazing events constantly but they can be scattered and kind of happening at different times and seem inaccessible. And by bringing them all together and doing them at once, um, uh, we kind of open up the world yes. to the public. Yeah. Mm. I think that's exactly the, the case. And we also try to do events during the year as well. We have uh, art tour, art, um, gallery tours, we have artist talk. So, but this is, this is the main event which concludes uh, at the end of the week with the symposium at uh, co-hosted with Asia Society. Oh, great. Okay, so let's, let's talk about some of um, the things that are going on. So you've got Art Gallery Night on the 21st mm -hmm. of November. What, what is that uh, all about? Well, again, it's a, it's a chance for uh, the visitors or, or the local, whoever is in, who is interested to, to have access to a number of galleries in Central Shenwan and Sain Pung. Uh, there are more than 30 galleries participating. And so there will be receptions, special openings, and maybe some artist performance. So it's really about, again, engaging with the community and, and making sure people can uh, have a, an experience of going from gallery to gallery, hopping from gallery to gallery, something that is quite common in cities like New York and London, but it's a little less common here right. in Hong Kong. Is that, um, Fabio, because people may feel a bit intimidated in going into a gallery? I mean, if like some people may say, oh, I don't know anything yes. about art. Sure. I can't walk into that gallery because they want, they'll 
want me to buy something and I don't even know how to talk about it. That's true. That's uh, part of the process. I think that is important and this is w what we are trying to do as an association to make sure that the public is aware that we are open to the public. We are not just an elitist club that only if you have money you can come in and, and talk to us. You are welcome to come. You're a student. You're a, uh, just a visitor, just a, somebody curious about art and that's and that's what we like to encourage okay now you have another thing involving food that's always good the the art brunch south island art brunch you want to tell us about that um, the South Island Art Brunch is something we'll be doing on uh, November 23rd, um, where we have 11 galleries on the south side of the island, primarily in, in Wang Chukong, um, all opening up and uh, having either openings or various events. Um, again, entirely open to the public, and uh, we'll be serving free brunch. So so everybody's welcome to come awesome. by. Awesome. I love free yeah. brunch. It's also a way to engage with with families, so you can come. It's a Saturday, so possibly families and the children could come and, and visit us. Oh, as that's well. great. So yeah. do art galleries encourage children to come? Because you always feel like, <gasps> if you have young kids they might break something, or uh, touch something. It, is a, it can be a challenge but I think I, I think uh, I think we do encourage I think you know art education has to start at an early age and I think you know most children are very respectful ones in you know if they if you tell them to be so yes yes you tell them to please don't touch please that don't sculpture touch that. <laughs> but then there are some sculptures that are to be touched and so that mm. you know you know we, we we had a you know we were showing at our basil and Kong once and there was a sculpture that needed to be touched and the, the mother said to the child oh don't touch the sculpture and i say no no she she she, she, she should touch, touch it. it it's absolutely true that's you know, the idea yeah. actually tell us a bit more about the south side because um you know it's been relatively new that galleries mm. have moved there and have set up there and it's so different in atmosphere from you know Central Hollywood Road, etc. How, how is it going over there? Well, I think the South Side started, uh, I mean, Gary started opening there uh, in the early two, 2010, 11, 12, um, and I think uh, it's been expanding over over the years, of course. And now we have about 14, 15 galleries at different level again and different uh, range of galleries showing different kind of material. What is exciting about it, A, is you have, of course, larger spaces, most, most you know, you can afford larger spaces because it, the rent is much lower. Uh, but also that um, gives you more freedom to do more experimental exhibitions. So you have a, a sense, you have a sense that in, in, in the South Side, uh, the more uh, hedgy or more interesting exhibition can be put together because you don't have the commercial pressure of paying your landlord every month. Right. Amount. Yeah. And William, your gallery's over there too, right? Yes, yeah. we are. Yeah. And how do you find it? Um, it's fantastic. A, a lot like what Fabio's just said, the the ability to have a much larger space with lower rent affords us the opportunity to have an extremely kind of avant-garde experimental program where we're doing um, projects with artists that are huge um, in scale and, and uh, kind of create an immersive environment and afford people an opportunity not just to look at art that's available to buy, but to look at art and really appreciate it for what it is and, 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 and feel its its power. Right, because right, you can, you, since it's sort of industrial space, you can get the huge sculptures and the yes. huge, huge paintings in exactly, there. Exactly. Yeah. And it has that lofty, yeah. maybe in New York, you know, like loft Chelsea in the a little bit of Chelsea in the early period, late 80s, early 90s. And in fact, I mean, a lot of the visitors to the South Side, especially the, the, the visitor from outside Hong Kong, when they first come there, they, they, they are very uh, excited because they find it very refreshing to, to get into this industrial building and, and find something that they wouldn't expect to find. It's like a, a little pearl inside a oyster shell. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is a very cool area over there. Yeah. And then you, the big thing that you've both been organizing is this art symposium. So tell us about that. Um, yeah, the symposium is a, an opportunity for us to kind of bring together a gathering of 
art world insiders, curators, muse- museum directors, gallerists, collectors to talk about various issues or subjects within the art world. Um, and this year we're, we're kind of um, taking it as a chance to, to uh, reflect on what's happening now and hopefully um, talk about creating a future in, in a new way with or, or, or touching on these these kind of things that are changing and, and imagining a world where where the art kind of can exist in a new way or or further develop on on where it is currently because there are there are issues that that, that currently yeah. exist and, and i think what what's exciting about doing this in hong kong in a way is that hong kong is um experiencing a, a, a great um development of, of the art scene not just uh, in terms of the market but a cultural art scene the opening of tycoon eventually and plus so these are uh, very <clears throat> there's a milestone very meaningful important um, uh, part of the growth, the cultural growth of the city, something that wasn't probably here 20 years ago. As you probably know, 20 years ago, there were probably three to four galleries in town, and that was it. And so this being here um, ourselves, of course, I, I come originally from Italy, yeah. via London, Willem comes from the States, but being here at this particular junction is quite exciting because we can be part of this process and somehow contribute with events like the symposium, the shows in the gallery and things like that. And something that would be much harder to do in a city like London, New York or Paris, where everything is already there and, right. and, and established here that you can be part of the building of that uh, future. Yeah, that's really exciting. Yes. And are international um, you know, art experts interested in coming to Hong Kong? Do they find it exciting or do, are they like, oh, I have no idea what's going on there. It's a cultural desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think they find it exciting. I think that, you know, we get always very good response for people and, and we try to work, of course, ahead of schedule uh, within our budget, of course, but we, I think the, the, the only time people, if, if, they, if they don't come is because it clashes with some other events that they have, some other engagement, but everybody who we contact with from the, from, from the US, from Europe or from the rest of Asia are always very excited to come here and to kind of be part of this discourse with the local audience. Mm, okay, so can you tell us a bit more about who we're going to hear and see at the symposium and what kind of topics you're going to, you're going to talk about? Does One of you might have your mobile phone on. I can hear some buzzing. Oh. No? <laughs> yes. Maybe. Turn it off. Um, Not that it's ringing. No. Okay, no. But it's on silence. Okay, mind. all right, that's fine. And it's down there, so hopefully it won't be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Can you give us like some some of who we'll be hearing and some of the topics you'll be covering covering in the symposium that people might be interested in? Sure. Um, so for the uh, symposium, we break it down into into four um, panels and then one keynote speaker. Um, the four panels are about. Uh, um, I'll just list it out. Um, it's the first one is is called Art Market versus Cultural Center. Where does Hong okay. Kong stand? Mm. Um, and that's hugely interesting, right? Because yeah. So are we just a market? Yes. Or Correct. Are, yeah. Is it contributing to our Correct. culture? Correct. Uh, the second one is outside the cube. Uh, what are the alternative models in traditional art galleries? Um, because there's the, this is something relatively recent that's starting to happen, and it's happening all across the world, and particularly here within Asia, where galleries are experimenting with alternative models um, of doing business and of supporting artists. Um, so we're bringing together a, a bunch of speakers from 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 Asia, from Japan, mm. from Taiwan, um, here in Hong Kong to to discuss this. Um, yeah, and then uh, we have a, a panel about art criticism um, because we feel that this is an important part of the ecosystem and somehow um, it's also a part that is uh, still relatively um, maybe 
not as deep as it could be here in Hong Kong. I think I think there is a re- sometimes a reluctance from uh, gallery or, or, or even to to accept criticism. But I think criticism is very very important. Mm. So we are trying again to to present that as a as an important element of the ecosystem of Hong Kong. When you say art criticism, what exactly does that mean? Well, it means among other things, uh, the title of the panel is "Your Show Sucks." Why is art criticism <laughs> important? So it's really about sometimes saying you show sucks mm-hmm. you, you know you did a bad job and mm. this is, is you can only learn by 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 having somebody being critical and not just patting you on the back and say oh well done good job that's, that's a good point yeah. because you know as a as a member of the you know art consuming public yeah. you yeah. assume that whoever put the show together is doing a good job yeah and, and, and sometimes we do and sometimes we don't and it's nice to have somebody coming up and say well i mean maybe actually you should have talked about it in a different way and something's lacking here that is not critical is not curatorially co- coherent or something like that and i i think there is uh you know because again we are in a in a, a growing uh, cultural center i think our criticism is something that needs to be there but it, but it's still uh, but it somehow still a bit lacking in a sense we feel mm. um and then the last panel is will be about collecting collecting on a budget um that will be preceded by a showing of a wonderful documentary called herban dorothy uh, which was shot about these two collectors who he was a postal worker and she was a librarian and so very little budget but in the 60s they built up a 60s and 70s built up a great collection of minimalist art in America and uh, both galleries and artists loved them and gave them very good deals and terms and eventually they've donated a collection to various institutions in the States so it's basically a panel because I th- we, I, we feel that sometimes people are intimidated by collecting like you're intimidated you were saying intimidated of going to a gallery mm. and then people only hear about these record prices cost selling for 50 million US dollar yes. that's selling for 100 the, Mona, the, the Leonardo selling for 450 million so people sometimes feel oh, okay I cannot collect it's too expensive to you know but in fact you can collect and it's really about collecting with a focus essentially mm-hmm. and within your budget of course mm. and so we have a number of collectors we, who hopefully will share their experience in mm. doing exactly that. No, I think that's really important because it is true that, you know, I, you see a lot of people who go to the big art fairs mm. because they feel less intimidated because yes. everyone else is going yeah. and you can just walk through. It's, it's almost more like being in a huge museum and not feel obligated to, to buy anything. And then when you go to other things like the affordable art fair, which is not always that affordable you just feel like what is the real price you know what should i be paying for this art piece you know is it just how much i love it and yeah. and i'm willing to pay there's no rules right um, are there that's a very good point i mean you know it's very it can be very arbitrary somehow uh but i think it, it's really you know, it's it's one of the the one of the first thing man has ever done is to collect man, woman. I meant human. You know, you collect little shells, you collect pebbles, you mm-hmm. collect you know eventually coins and whatever. So I think collecting is is part of our genes, and and somehow it's a question that that we all have that potential. It's just to find what we can afford, perhaps, and and get a focus into it. And I always you know advise young collector to find perhaps the galleries that they feel confident yeah. enough to work with and, and sort of build up a relationship. It's about relationship. Yeah, anyhow. yeah. And I think it's also important for people to feel like, you know, a, a gallery owner is not going to look down on you if you say, my budget is, you know, 900 US dollars. They're not going to say, oh, well, get out of here or, you know. No, I, I think you're right. I think it's, you know, in my experience, I've been 
you know, a gallerist and art dealer for over 30 years. So you, you, you treat everybody with the same respect, whether they're billionaires or, or just postal workers. Yeah. And in fact, sometimes you build the best collection with the postal workers than with the billionaires. Right. Oh, well, that sounds fantastic. So then um, I understand that also all these events are free. Is that right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Everything is free and, and it's important. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's important we keep it open to the public, um, particularly the symposium, yes. um, which at the end of each panel we open up uh, to, to Q&A yeah. um, so people can ask questions of our panelists um, and, and really engage, in a, uh, engage with people who are really kind of at the top of their field um, in a way that they would not otherwise have the opportunity to do. Well, that's awesome. I mean, I think it's great that you can bring art to everyone and make people feel like they can be included. Yes, you know, in we this. want them to be part. And just concluding on the symposium, the keynote speak speaker this year will be Swanya Raphael, the director of M Plus. So hopefully she'll give us some insight in the um in the, the in this you know how the museum is developing, when it's gonna hop, open and how and all that. Yeah. So an exciting, exciting topic to conclude the symposium with. So I encourage everybody who has not registered yet, come yes. and see this symposium twenty eight and twenty 29 and 30th November. 29, 30th. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and how can people get information and register? Where, where, do you have a website? Or yes, it's Facebook. Um, or we have a website. We have a website. It's hkaga.org. I guess you could just Google Hong Kong Art Gallery That will come up as well. That's okay if you don't know your URL. It's Thankfully, you know, it's not hard to find. Okay, well, it sounds like a fantastic series of events. Hopefully, I'll be able to have time to get along and and enjoy some of those. So, yes, Fabio and Willem, thanks so much for coming in today and telling us about that. Our pleasure. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you. And we've been speaking with Fabio Rossi and Willem Molesworth, sorry, from um, the Art Gallery Association of Hong Kong about Hong Kong Art Week, which is coming up soon. It is 2.23 now.